Hello, welcome to Self-Immolation, episode 14. How's it going? I am covered in grease right now. I put something, I touched something at work and it's it was greasy. It got on my jeans, it got on my sweater and then all up in my arm. And so now I kind of just smell like uh, machine grease. I don't know. It's a little obnoxious. What can I do? Speaking of obnoxious, here comes Artemis the kitty to join us. <laughs> Come on up, kitty. Come here. Come here. There we go. She likes to be... She likes to be on the podcast. She loves podcasting. What can I say? Hope you're having a good week. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow as I record this. So if you're listening on the podcast, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you came to my show at Cole's this Saturday. And if you're listening on Blast Radio right now, or in the next 24 hours, happy Thanksgiving. I have to admit it's my favorite holiday because it's just about eating food and pretty much nothing else, at least as far as I'm concerned. So uh, yeah, I'm about that. I love cooking and eating Thanksgiving food. Come here, kitty. All right, you sit down. Anywho, I was listening to... I've got a bunch of records that I bought. When I, whenever I go to a record store, I usually just buy something that strikes me as maybe something I could sample at some point or something like that. So I have a whole section in my uh, studio record collection of possible sample records. And every now and then I put one on to listen to it to see if I hear anything good. And so I picked up this record uh, a couple days ago, and it's called Ireland, John Keating, conducting the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and Chorus. So I just threw that on. I was like, yep, it's pretty, pretty Irishy, pretty orchestral. <laughs> so I was listening to it, enjoying it just fine. And then when I flipped over to the second side, I saw that, uh, or didn't see, I heard that in <laughs> here kitty i heard the uh me a melody that i was very familiar with and i was like oh cool i didn't realize i had a had a different version of this song in my collection and the song was uh, she moves through the fair and it's a traditional irish song i think it um made its way into circulation around early 1900s um and it's a it's a very poetic song. It has it feels very Irish. Uh, feels almost kind of Eastern in a way, based on kind of the scale the song is sung in or or played in. And uh, yeah, it's always been one of my favorites, mainly because it was covered by my favorite musician Mike Oldfield. And uh, I think his version is really cool. And. Uh, I also covered his version of it, so it's kind of, uh, it's in my blood, even though I'm not Irish and I don't really have any uh, familiarity with Irish things. I am drinking a Guinness right now, so I guess that counts, right? So yeah, I thought I would uh, play you a couple versions of this song and talk a little bit about what I like and what I don't like about them, play my cover and then also play one of my favorite performances of it, which I think goes in a, it may be the purest, truest direction for this song. 
So yeah, let's listen to this John Keating conducting the orchestra version. And we will return after we listen to that and talk about it a little bit. All right, let's cue this up here. The cat is driving me crazy right now. She just will not leave me alone. Okay, sit down, baby. Okay, here we go. She moved through the fair, John Keating and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. got some skipping here. <laughs> Let me see if I can knock this out. they meant to do that little twang at the end there what do you think <laughs> so yeah that version is fine 
It's not my favorite because I feel like it gets a little too grandiose there. The orchestra is swelling. It sounds nice, but I don't think that's really what I want out of this song. And if you don't know the words, then it might not really matter. But I think once you know what the song is about, you're like, well, it really is kind of more of a misty, mysterious, uh, kind of almost ghostly song in a way. And that's because maybe one of the people in the song is a ghost, right? So yeah, perfectly fine. I don't think there's really much on this record to sample. Ultimately, I'll have to listen to it again and see if there's some little snippets there. But also that skipping, hmm, kind of obnoxious. I guess that's what happened when you rummage the dollar bin for a bit. So yeah, moving on. I really came to love this song when it was covered by Mike Oldfield on his 1996 album, Voyager. And uh, I think he he does it justice, even though it's still instrumental and I think I like it better as a sung song. Um, but I like some of the things he added to it. He added um, a few little quirky bits that work for me. So why don't we go ahead and listen to the Mike Oldfield version of She Moved Through the Fair. This is from Voyager. Thank you. 
So yeah, that was Mike Oldfield's arrangement of the traditional Irish song, She Moves Through the Fair. And, I mean, I like that a lot. I'm biased, but whatever. Um, What I do like about it is that it does have this kind of misty, um, kind of distant quality to it. Still sounds great. The instruments are given their space, which is really nice. Um, And I, I, I like that he added in the kind of little fair slash carnival theme in there twice and I think that's a really kind of fun addition paints a picture and uh, the other thing I like about that one is and I'm not sure if this is intentionally a reference or not but for me I pick up a reference two times in that from a melody or a counter melody um, to one of Mike Oldfield's albums I'm a rock there's a there's a song that goes so basso 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 da so basso and that little da 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 is in that uh, arrangement so i like that i <laughs> i hope he was referencing it or maybe it's just a lick that he likes to play and it feels comfortable so he throws it in there whenever. I think I've heard it maybe one or two other times in, in some of his pieces, but whatever. I like that. Um, so yeah, when uh, for those of you who don't know, we're coming up on the beginning of the sixth volume of The Twelve Days of Mike Oldfield. That is where I and my collaborators cover 12 Mike Oldfield songs leading up to uh, Christmas. So the 12 days before Christmas, each day we release a Mike Oldfield cover. So this is the sixth year, and we are doing 12 songs that no repeats. So um, by the end of this year, we'll have covered 72 Mike Oldfield songs, which is pretty awesome. And I do like to, I do some of them solo, but I do like to invite people to help me out because collaboration rules, as we talked about last week. And, uh, you know, getting other people's... uh, talents and insights on things always makes it better. It makes it more fun for me. So for my cover of She Moves Through the Fair, which we did in 2016 in the first 12 days of my Goldfield, um, this was a collaboration between myself and my friend Kristen Johnston, who's an amazing singer. Um, And yeah, we decided instead of making it an instrumental, we'll make it a lyrical song. So we pulled the lyrics for this And what's interesting about all the different versions of She Moves Through the Fair is that some people sing two verses, some people sing three. I think there might be four or five verses total. And depending on what verses you sing, it kind of paints a different picture. The ones that we use, the first two, allude to a couple in love that have been kind of given the okay to get married and so there's this feeling of um kind of uh, positivity and uh, the woman in the in the song is mysterious and seems to be kind of dominant in my opinion in terms of um her character and uh, yeah so there's this feeling as the um the man watches the woman moving through the fairies in love. He's like, I can't believe I get to marry this woman. And so 
if you leave it at that, that's a nice song. It's got a little bit of like um, non-resolution, but it's nice. There's a third verse in which he's at home at night and she comes into his room without making a sound. And uh, it's very much implied that she has died after he saw her at the fair and uh, he's now hearing her ghost. So it takes on a completely different <laughs> different tone when you do when you do the whole thing. So yeah, it's uh, that's why I like when the song is pre- presented in a mysterious and uh, wistful manner because I think even if you don't sing all the verses and get to the part where she's a ghost, um, you still get the vibe that something might be a little bit off. So we sang the two the two verse version and then for the third verse I played guitar and tried to do my best version of playing a guitar melody. I'm not a guitar player, but I try. And uh, yeah, we tried to stick pretty closely to Mike Oldfield's arrangement of the song. Um, And then I actually did a little extended outro, um, making a stronger reference to that motif. So yeah, you'll hear that right now. Let's listen to my cover with Kristen Johnson of Mike Oldfield's arrangement of She Moves Through the Fair. Here we go.
There you go. That's me and Kristen performing our version of She Moves Through the Fair. And like I said, we tried to stick pretty closely to the Mike Oldfield version, but I really enjoyed the addition of vocals on that because I really feel like it adds a lot to that song. So in, in preparing for this episode, I actually just listened to a ton of versions of this song on Spotify, and uh, there are some pretty wacky ones out there. There's one by a band Boyzone, which I think is a UK uh, kind of boy band situation. I hope so. It sounded like it was. Um, I've heard some that kind of take it in a much more beat-driven direction and really kind of change the intensity of the song. And uh, yeah, I'm always kind of curious about when people do a cover, what do they think, um, what's the point? In my opinion, I like to, um, I like to change it a bit, um, but still stay true to like the essence of the song. Um, if you, if you take a song that's really quiet and plaintive and then just like bash it up against the wall, I don't really know if you're really making much out of it, but, uh, yeah, everyone has their own opinion about that. And so I was finding that I was gravitating towards the slower versions of the song where it really is just a singer singing the song and maybe a little bit of accompaniment. And there's this, in, in some of the versions, there's a bit of almost like a drone behind them, whether it's a, a, a string instrument or something, and it just lets the singer go on top of that. And um, I think a really good example of that is Sinead O'Connor's version which I found a live recording of on YouTube and thought we could listen to that. So this, I think, is a really nice version of this traditional song. And uh, it's something to aspire to, I think, as anyone who really wants to, to be a vocalist, to really make the vocals on a song shine. Uh, this is a good example of that. So here we go. Sinead O'Connor, she changes it to He Moved Through the Fair traditional Irish song. Thank you. My He went 
I mean, come on. <laughs> Woo, I get chills if I listen to that. She's great. She's fantastic. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. That song is so pure when it's just a vocalist and a little bit of accompaniment. And really, uh, it's very moving, I think. So, I don't know. There's so many different ways to do it. We started at the beginning of this episode with a full orchestra playing this song and ended with a very, very light accompaniment and just a vocalist performing it and I definitely lean toward the latter here so but either way uh, I love how a, a song can be covered so many times in so many different ways and everyone gets something different out of it and uh, I think that's a really nice I don't really dabble too much in traditional songs so maybe I'll start looking into that a little bit more I don't know maybe next year at some point I'll come up with a, a project that's doing traditional songs. Actually, I think someone I know recently did that. I'll have to look into that a little bit and get some more information. I don't want to speak out of turn. But yes. Very cool. Sinead O'Connor, she's amazing. Kristen Johnston, also amazing. Thank you so much to her for performing on my cover. And I look forward to working with her on a couple tracks for this year's 12 Days of My Goldfield as well. So yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here. Thank you for listening to the podcast, to the Blast Radio stream of the podcast. And uh, if you want to find more information, you can always go to joshuawentz.com slash podcast or stay tuned and follow me on Blast Radio where I love streaming. This is so much fun. Um, so yeah, I will leave you with the rest of our little instrumental back here, which is really nice. And this is something from my old project Current Moods, which... I find is great background music. <laughs> so yeah, have a great day. 
Have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving to people who are listening later than that. And that's it for me. Thank you.